feature presentation. Whatever it is, it appears to be a genetic aberration. No shit. This weird aberration society. Welcome back to MAS. Uh, as always, I'm Ryan Jackson. Um, and today I have on a return guest, uh, Luke Perez. Uh, what's good, Luke? Uh, you know, same old, same old. Same We're old. Talk same about old. more schlock. <laughs> <laughs> schlock. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna go as far as to say this is art. This is this is actually art. Oh, it's it's well, I, I think I've said in a review or two on my site, you know, uh art house and schlock kind of stay in the same tenement building in New York, only <laughs> divided by like a little yeah. starched sheet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> We're going to the movie we're going to be talking about is actually uh, a movie from 1996 uh, called Oregon, uh, directed by uh, Kei Fujiwara. Uh, for those who aren't familiar uh, with who uh, Kei Fujiwara is. She's most known for being in uh, Tetsuo, um, Shinya Tsukamoto's uh, debut cult classic. Uh, but she's also, uh, she also wrote, she was one, she was credited as uh, writing Tetsuo with, with uh, Tsukamoto as well. Um, and she's a very interesting artist in general. Um, she's only made two films. Uh, but before we get into all of that, uh, let me just start off by asking Luke, uh, because Luke was actually the one who reached out to me about this movie and another movie. Um, and it just so happened that Oregon has been on my, you know, to be watched list for a long time. Uh, I remember when it was, I think I even had it on the, the, the old Synapse DVD at one point that they had put out. And never got around to to watching it, and then ended up like selling a bunch of movies, and I think that was in in the bunch. <laughs> this was years back, uh, but it's been one of those that's been sitting in um, around on my on my list. So the moment that you brought Oregon up, I was like, all right, cool. Uh, it's that's a good that's a good movie to actually talk about because I've been meaning to watch it. And man, am I happy that I actually did. So uh, I want to say uh, one thanks, uh, and two uh, the question, which is. Uh, why? Why Oregon? What made you think, hey, we should probably talk about this movie? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think there's just a lot to talk about with Oregon and, mm. you know, uh, Kei Fujiwara's career here pretty much just gets summed up to Tetsuo and mm. that's it. And it's not a very prolific career, so mm. that's understandable. But, you know, uh, I think there's a lot to talk about because it's it's a very interesting film to say the least. Yes, it, it definitely is. So so I'll do what I always do, which is go ahead and read the letterbox synopsis, and then we can get into a little bit more uh in-depth of a conversation about Oregon. So here it goes. Is it possible for something so cruel to be so beautiful? The answer is yes. <laughs> uh two police detectives, uh Numata and Tosaka infiltrate a group of underground black market human organ dealers. 
Things go haywire during a raid on the group's surgical headquarters. Numata barely escapes while a wounded Tosaka gets left behind. Through a series of surreal and gory events, the identities of the organ dealers are revealed as Numata plans his revenge. Yes, that is, that's a, I mean, honestly, when it comes to this movie and how, <laughs> how convoluted of a plot it is, like, that is a very good summary. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, where do I, where do we start? Uh, this movie, this movie is very interesting because um, it's one of those movies that you really, it forces you to pay attention to it. Like everything makes sense, but it's so, it's like, it's almost like they, it's almost like uh, Fuju, uh, Fujiwara doesn't really give a fuck about like whether or not the audience is following it or not. You know, it, like, but but like she's like, you know, but it's like, no, this is happening. Everything is happening for a reason. I'm going to show you that, but I'm also not going to, you know, um, spoon feed you it either. So it is one of those movies where like upon watching it at first, I had to like stop multiple times to really be like, wait a minute. Is that this character? Wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? It's one of those movies oh, yeah. that really forces oh, yeah. you to like lean in and yeah. really follow yeah, what the fuck's you know. happening because a lot happens so yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> then you you see the fucking plant dude from goosebumps you know mm -hmm. 15 minutes <laughs> in and wonder who the fuck that is <laughs> it's fucking yes yes yeah you have to really it does start it does start in a very interesting way um where it starts with this kind of scene where it almost is like a flash forward right like where we kind of see um i think Numata, who's like the 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 main cop in this in this story, the one who's kind of pursuing these uh these organ traffickers, these black market you know organ traffickers. Uh, it's we we show him in the very beginning. Uh, or the movie does. Uh, specifically, I'm talking in like screenwriter voice. We show. Uh, <laughs> and we actually, Numata. <laughs> yeah, we actually do see uh this, this sort of plant plant monster guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> as, as luke describes it we see a man on a hospital bed who looks like uh almost like if he was put in the the uh cronenberg uh brindle fly machine with a turd and yeah. came out <laughs> with a turd and a plant and came out yeah, as yeah. a uh yeah. some sort of weird hybrid of human being that's part feces part plant um hooked to some sort of on the hospital bed and hooked to sort of various kind of uh, IVs and whatnot. Right. And then we also see uh, the Numat, the, uh, the Numata cop character, like leaning in talking to this guy who, who looks completely awful. Again, this is no context. This is just the opening of the movie. Oh yeah. Um, and then we also see two characters uh, who are hurt, like coming down a staircase. They're bloody. It's a man holding a woman. Um, the woman has a, an eye patch over her eye. She's bleeding. He's bleeding. She like spits up blood and you're like, what the fuck? And then you get the actual <laughs> title organ. Right. And then it kind yeah. of opens with a motorcycle gang and typical kind of like late nineties, early eighties, sort of Japanese fashion of these movies where you got motorcycle gangs. Right. Like that's yeah, very common. Yeah. It's a common thing that we see in these movies, which I mean, this movie does have a little bit of uh cyberpunk aspects to it aesthetically which i mean it's comes of no surprise it's from you know 
K Fujiwara. So, you know, that that oh, yeah. that the kind of yeah. is not an, a surprising element to to the to Oregon. But you see this guy, he's getting fucked up, you know, pretty bad by these motorcycle gang people. Then they drop his body off somewhere randomly, um, where it's picked up by some guy. And that's when we are really introduced to Numata and his partner, uh, to who are like sitting like kind of on a stakeout, right? We can assume. Um waiting to follow these guys and see where they take this body. But they actually sort of like intercept these guys in the process of them delivering the body so they can pose as sort of body deliverers themselves because they're trying to, again, get into this or basically bust these uh, human, these, uh, I, I want to say human traffickers, but these uh, organ, organ harvesters. Organ yeah. harvesters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, so who are, who are harvesting organs? Uh, and that's when we sort of see uh, Numata get. He 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 sneaks his way in in a very kind of, uh, I don't know I don't know if it's a, it's a smart way to do it, but it works. You know, uh, like where he <laughs> he's with the one guy, who's supposed to drop the body off. They don't know who the fuck he is, but he poses as a guy helping him while his partner's trying to bust him. Right? It's, I think that's the kind of the way he he pulls it off, where he's like, he beats the cop up throws him in the back of the truck of the trunk of the car to save the guy or to appear to be saving him right from being busted. And then the guy starts to ask who he is. And then he sort of fronts like he's working within the organization for their boss. Again, you get the assumption that these people are like Yakuza or something, you know what I mean? Or some for kind sure. of connection yeah. to crime. So he goes with him to take the body to the organ harvester people. Uh, and that's when we, we, we see the woman with the eye patch again. Um, and she's sort of like immediately questioning, like, who's this guy with you? You know, and and he's like super the guy who he's with is super freaked the fuck out and he manages to talk his way into the thing. And, you know, like there's other people there in this sort of uh, if you want to call it a surgical lab, right, this makeshift lab in this abandoned sort of rundown fucking warehouse area. Right. Um, and when he gets inside, we see like there is the main sort of uh, surgeon, if you want to call him that. Uh, who has a mask on? He has his he has his COVID style mask on. Oh yeah, with, uh, it's, it's cooler than a COVID style mask, right? It's actually, got, I've, you know. I've seen some people with these masks during the pandemic with the holes in them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, little, little ventilators and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got these. He's got a cool looking mask, but he's trying to like he, but you can't see his face. And 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 Numata is very interested in seeing who the fuck this guy is because he's a cop, as we know. Um, but of course, uh, the sister character, uh. Of, of and I'm trying to remember what are what are the names? Do you remember Luke? The names of the actual oh, uh, God no. I, I, uh, I'm trying to remember the cat. The names of the brother and sister, which we don't even know their brother and sister at first either. Which yeah is, yeah, which is which is really funny. Um, but but the woman with the eye patch goes to investigate because she's like trying to figure out who the fuck this other guy is. And upon her investigating, she comes across the guy who's thrown in the trunk, right? And then she she sort of again like I'm I'm paraphrasing this we don't have to go beat by beat because I really feel like this movie is so fucking convoluted in terms of its plot and that may sound like a don't look don't let don't let me let me just tell you let me just tell you this to the listeners don't take it as me sort of saying this is a negative that this this plot is oh, convoluted no, it is it is for sure a plus yeah it, it, it really is it is one of those things where it's like it kind of again like i feel like in its services uh 
the movie because it it really makes you kind of like pay attention or like go back and like wait a minute what happened this happened and you're sort of like connecting the dots and it's sort of helping you sort of stay interested outside of the fact that the movie's fucking gross did we mention oh, that the movie's oh, fucking gross? God, it's <laughs> <laughs> I have it playing on in the background here just to mm. kind of refresh my memory and yeah, you know, yeah every it, once in a while i'll look up and it's a dude covered in what looks like antifreeze and god only knows what else that <laughs> <laughs> right right they dumped on him but basically what happens to sum up this whole thing is like the girl discovers that like the one guy's a cop uh which is which is uh tosaka the 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 uh Fuja, the, the uh, dude wearing a hawaiian shirt yeah tosaka <laughs> and she basically um burst back into the to the to this while the cert before the cert the surgery is actually being performed and i think the guy is still alive right that's one that's one aspect that we need to uh to to get across too which is the guy that they picked up who was beaten half to death and beaten into sort of like a cat a catatonic state right he's basically like a vegetable right more or less uh but he's still alive there's some, some sort of like brain activity going on he's still alive which makes him even more valuable because the organs that they harvest would be fresher Right. So they've got him on the table and I think uh, the surgeon removes uh, an organ and that's when uh, Tosaka is like screaming at him, like, put it back in like he's still alive. You know what I mean? Um, and his sister, the, 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 the woman with the eye patch is like he's a cop. Yeah. And then she tells him like and the other guy's a cop, too, because she's basically just discovered all of this when she discovered the guy in the trunk. Um, and of course, this this the whole, uh, all hell breaks out more or less. Um, I'm trying to remember how this sort of this whole thing uh, devolves into sort of them pretty much. Uh, a, they take they take the one cop, but but uh, they take Tasaka with them. But uh, uh, Numata is sort of left behind. Um, but he shoots him in. I think the uh, the uh, surgeon injects him in the neck with a syringe of, with something right i don't even we never understand what that is really what he injects him with um but he doesn't fully get all of it into him but it's enough that we're it, it has him fucked up right like he's, oh, yeah. he's he's out of it more or less um um he has he pulls his weapon and fires a shot but he misses because again he can barely you know he's barely conscious at this point because it's like the drug whatever whatever effects of the drug are starting to take over and, and affect him um, but they get away with his partner um, and kind of like leave him behind. Um, they have to bail. This whole organ harvest thing has been fucked uh, more or less. Uh, and then I'm trying to remember where it goes from that point. Refresh my memory, Luke, if you remember anything. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I think we meet up with the cop who did survive that uh, whole kerfluffle and he's you know, he looks all disheveled and yeah, because that's the shit. thing. Yeah, he wakes up. Right. But like it's it's doing this thing with time where you don't quite understand, like when we when when it cuts time has passed and you're sort of the, the movie is very nonlinear in that respect. Right. Like where it's like, oh, yeah, it's jumping around in time throughout the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like back and forth. So when we see him again, he's like literally drinking and he's like. But he's in a, a pissing, pissing on the side of the right. wall and stuff walking yeah. around aimlessly around fucking just seedy industrial parts of somewhere in yeah. japan tokyo <laughs> i'm assuming and it's like again this movie is and I, I this is what i say about it like it, it it 
it looks like it, it just looks very it has this griminess to it right well uh, i believe it was shot on 16 millimeters so i'm sure yeah and also yeah. uh k fujiwara is actually credited as a cinematographer too um yeah, so yeah. she she's the cinematographer and the, and the set designer i mean um she she's done a lot she's doing like you said she wrote it yeah. she directed it um, I'm surprised oh, yeah. she I'm surprised she doesn't make a cameo because she is an actor. Well, she plays she's the girl with the eye patch. You're right. She is right. I was I wasn't yeah. quite certain. I wasn't yeah. quite certain that that was her. Yeah. I was like, I That's... wanted to say I wanted to say that was her. But I was like, is it her? I didn't want to come off as like, oh, Japanese people look the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because I was because I remember her from Tetsuo. Right. I remember her yeah. at, like with yeah. the whole drill penis part. And then like I remember her I and mean, I look at I was looking at her. I'm like, that's K. That's K. Right. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah. But I wasn't 100 percent certain. Like yeah. and I and I should like. Yeah. She's credited in the cast as I look on my laptop as K as, as Yoko. That's her name. Yoko. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, uh Okay. Their bro brother is hentai, the pervert. Well, yeah, well, well, that's another thing I was going to bring up, right? Right, right. Wait, the brother, the brother, uh, his actual—I can't remember the character's actual name—but there's a woman character who every who he works as like a teacher at a school, right? Yeah, and uh, she's like a hall monitor. She's—I don't know what shit. she is. Like, I don't know if she's a like security guard. I don't know if she's like a dean, or I don't know what she is, but she works at the school. It's fairly attractive Japanese woman, and she's continuously fucking with him, more or less. Like she's yeah. suspicious of him. But she, every time she sees him, she says hentai, which translates as pervert. And I never really thought about that because like of like hentai, like you think of like the yeah, anime porn the, the... or it literally the translation is like perverted or pervert, like because she keeps calling him hentai, like, yeah, hentai, pervert. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Hentai is for some shit for some perverts. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> it all um, makes sense now. Right. It all makes sense. So, yeah. So, Kay uh, uh, Fujiwara is wearing many hats she's she's acting in the movie as the woman with the eye patch yoko she's directing it she's writing in it she's yeah. the cinematographer she's doing a lot of what sukamoto did on tetsuo you know um i mean obviously she's she helped a lot she was a key uh she was really uh he was a really important uh person when it came to yeah uh what tetsuo ultimately was like you know what i mean like i feel like uh she her influence over that movie probably is not can't be understated you know yeah like, you know uh, what I mean? it, like, it probably doesn't get finished without her so right right tetsuo as 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 we know it wouldn't be tetsuo without uh k uh, fujiwara so i mean when she does her own thing it's it's no surprise that like uh this movie kind of treads in similar territories of tetsuo but also does things that are totally oh, like, yeah. Yeah. it's a, it, its own thing right right i mean oh, yeah for it, sure and and it it definitely has i don't know like this movie just for me this like jumped up immediately after i watched it like this is like i know i say this is like one of my favorite movies now like this is like a long <laughs> this is like a long overdue watch for me oh, yeah. and then and immediately yeah. when i watched it's like oh yeah i love this movie like and yeah. i get it like most people this is type of this is the type of movie you're gonna love it or it's not for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like it's so it's so grimy. Like, you know what I mean? There's something about yeah. like its aesthetic is so grimy. And you're just basically like and I'm not even going to attempt to go through beat by beat because, again, it's just I feel like that's such a task to try it, it, to do. It's such a task and you're just better off watching it. You're better yourself. off watching it. Right. It's a cumulative kind of thing, too, where you're just like watching this movie unfold and like you're watching it jump back and forth and you're starting to piece together these 
these relationships between these characters and like, what does this mean? And what does that mean? Um, but I will say that really um, the whole movie kind of just kind of like washes over you in a way where, where it, the movie has such a, like, I can smell this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, 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 yeah. Like oh, this, yeah. this movie, you can like smell it. You can taste it. It's not a pleasant taste. <laughs> uh, it, not only does it like, uh, don't only it's like it, it engages all the senses, like not just, you know, the audio oh, and yeah. the visual, like, you know, it does this weird kind of thing where it's like the way it's shot. Like, that's why, that's why I say I love the aesthetic because this aesthetic has this, this sheen of filth that is like, oh, yeah. uh, uh, I, don't, I can't, it, it, I can't like, it is, it is definitely some, something that like, you see a lot in a kind of like a lot of like independent or low budget kind of Japanese movies. Like you definitely see it, but like, I feel like this movie kind of gets it across in a way that's just so, I don't know. Like you said, part of it is, it is shot on 16 millimeter. Um, and it definitely has that, that grain to it, that kind of uh, almost, I don't know, like, the kind of dull it has like a dull look to it kind of like the way like some of the early Mike movies look you know like um, yeah yeah where it has this kind of like ugly look that's kind of but kind of striking at the same time it manages to do both things where it's like it's visually striking but also kind of ugly and the ugliness is kind of beautiful yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that sounds kind it, of uh, i don't know it's yeah. like someone took like mm -hmm went dumpster diving in mm. the back of a mcdonald's somewhere mm -mm. took all the fucking like stale condiments out of the trash that have just been baking there right in, in the fucking hot ass heat took a paintbrush and just started painting all over these like pristine white walls like yeah 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 just this movie, like this movie looks like a used condom yeah that's a perfect way of putting it it looks like it looks like a used syringe <laughs> like it has that fucking like like i don't know it's it, it it's just it's so so immediately like i was struck by by its it's like whole aesthetic and just the vibe that it made that is it's it's doing it on multiple levels and that's why it probably works so well for me which is like everything that it's doing is operating in in like harmony where it's like cinematography the cinematography the 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 acting the the set design um the Even music the costumes yeah the costume all of it is like works together to form like it's like nothing feels like oh this shouldn't be there it's like no 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 like th this should be here like when people yeah. when the characters throw up and it's disgusting it's like yeah this is <laughs> This is what it, yeah, you know what I mean? Like some of the shout out, yeah. to, shout out to the vomit in this movie too. The vomit uh, is very, yeah. um, I feel like it's reminiscent of like the vomit you would see in sort of, uh, uh, what is, uh, the, uh, for Foucault, the Foucault, show, show and show and Foucault movies, you know, like, um, yeah. Uh, if I'm nine six four Pinocchio, obviously nine six four Pinocchio, Rubber's uh, Lover, Rubber's Lovers. He has a short called, I think it's called. I can't say these. I'm fucking these names up. It's like <laughs> Grease Garuso. It translates to like vomit or vomit or something. Oh, where it's God, just I a gotta, 
I gotta woman, see it. You can watch yeah. it. It's on YouTube where it's like a woman running around vomiting. And like at one point she like vomits so much and you're like, what the fuck is she gonna? It's like just yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um she's just running around vomiting on people. Uh, uh so it's like the subway scene from uh Yeah, it's like the subway nine, scene. Six. Right. It's like the subway scene from 964 Pinocchio. It's like you could tell that like this was the short that probably it inspired him to do do that movie. <laughs> like, I want to do vomit. Let's let's go. Yeah. Let's read yeah. it. Well, it has vomit in it. It has a uh, uh, lots of pissing. Lots of pissing. Some body horror shit going oh, yeah. on. Uh, um, the, the the moth sequence the, where the lady's transforming, transforming into a moth. To a, yeah, she's out of a giant like cocoon. cocoon yeah, yeah. Where oh, she's like, yeah, yeah. It's um, beautiful. <laughs> it is. It is really. It is really a a a beautiful like disgusting like yeah um yeah piece of art like I, again like it, it it doesn't even say like i said like it, it we get a lot of kind of ironically there's a lot of like there's a lot of like not not like exposition uh i don't know it, there is a lot of exposition but it's not doled out in a typical kind of like movie way where where yeah where it's like the movie's not... like stopping to tell you like this is what it does have those moments where it's explaining like we get an understanding of like who the organ harvester is uh who his sister yoko is who they're working for who is. they're working for we understand who the cop is we get to see his family which is a whole nother thing with oh yeah you know? <laughs> and again like this his wife uh peeing in a corner on some on yeah some, uh, on some newspapers newspaper yeah and after and then of course his wife gets raped by uh cops who work for the crime guys uh <laughs> but one of the guys that he that do, that rapes his wife he's missing an eye because uh Numo, apparently numata took his eye um there's just so much like you know like we're yeah. just if we if we if it it's... sounds like we're just like trying to like piece together like all because there's a lot like when i say this movie yeah. is like a convoluted there's like a lot of moving parts like this yeah. movie is like and and fujiwara is just sort of like weaving them together but like deciding much like in a novelistic way sort of where like novels tend to jump in time not in the tarantino way either where tarantino is very like deliberate about like how he does non-linear storytelling where he's like, I'm going to tell you this, and then I'm going to jump to this, but then I'm going to her. It's just like, to me, this feels like it's almost like she's, mo she's like repiecing it together. Like if, and it feels very like, uh, she, she's, she's feeding stream you of the consciousness. Yeah. It, stream it's, of, yeah. It's like a stream of consciousness, non-linear style where it's like, yeah, it's like, here's here. I'm jumping here now and I'm going to go here now. And it's not, it's not like I'm breaking this up in any sort of, um, deliberate manner deliberate yeah. way yeah or they are very much like for even even for dramatic purposes like you know some people will put uh the beginning you know a little bit further in the story for a dramatic fashion or whatever you know like but no it doesn't even feel like that it feels yeah. like no this is all like uh i'm i don't know deliberately confusing in some ways you know what i mean oh, yeah. um, um if you want to say anything was deliberate i feel like maybe that is deliberate like it's maybe uh maybe it's edited in a way that's sort of kind of meant to make you feel delirious yeah. uh, or, or to sort of get across sort of the, uh, 
the emotions of a lot of the characters in the specifically Numata probably, and also his brother, this idea of feeling lost, right? Like, like he's lost. He's because what we under, what we, what we discover about, uh, and this is very important. I do want to talk about this is um, Tosaka, which is who Numata is looking for, right? He can't find his partner. His partner has been kidnapped and being kept basically held hostage uh, by, by the surgeon, right? But he's cut, he's cut off his limbs and he's been giving him this drug, which is again, like this weird kind of drug that is like turning him into like a plant. <laughs> I, don't fucking, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. He's keep, he keeps him in his lab. Like again, his lab is actually uh, in his classroom behind yeah, a locked door where, like, he's, where he's like has he's like dissecting butterflies or what i don't know it's some weird shit right yeah. but he's keeping him trapped there this whole time Numata's looking for him but at the same time Numata has a twin brother who's also a cop who's looking for him right so it's like people come across his twin brother and they think oh how did you get like a few characters like how'd you get out they don't not knowing that it was no that's his brother he has a twin you know what i mean and his twin brother is literally uh being sort of held as a as a sci as a science experiment you know for lack of a better uh, yeah. description like yeah. uh, um he, he's a human guinea pig basically yeah right like, which, like it's it it's which, <laughs> which is which again uh japan uh is no is is one of the notorious uh notorious series of films is the guinea pig films um which i feel like at one point i might do an mas about the guinea pig movies <laughs> but um but yeah they're like it feels like Oregon feels like if, if this was a guinea pig movie, I'd believe it. You know what I mean? Just based on the fact that like it has a lot of those elements of, of, yeah. of, of guinea pig of a Japanese guinea pig movie because yeah. the, the, the Tosaka character is literally being experimented on like a human guinea pig yeah. by this organ harvester surgeon slash teacher guy who's yeah. also like apparently can't resist like killing some of the girl high school students because like two of them are missing that he killed and and the woman that we were talking about before who works at the school, we're not quite sure what her position is, but she's sort of kind of on to him a little bit. And she's like, kind of like peeping him, but she's also kind of perverted herself because everyone, yeah, everyone yeah, in she's... this movie is a piece of shit. I love it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no, there's no, like, yeah. there's not even, I feel like there's very few redeeming people in this movie. Um, so yeah, like, but I, I, I wanted to say like that there's a twin brother, looking for for this 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 cop that we meet in the beginning um tosaka uh and it's just an interesting sort of again the characters being lost like in this idea of the way the movie's edited right like tosaka's brother's lost he doesn't know where his brother is he doesn't know where to look numata doesn't know where to find find these fucking uh organ harvesters but he knows what they look like so again like he's he even though he gets fired, apparently kicked off the police force, he's still looking for his partner. He won't let these people go. He's got his, he's hell bent on them, finding them regardless of like, you know, the superiors telling him to stop the criminal organization, wanting him to stop that are like, you know, involved in the organ harvester who the, who the siblings work for. Uh, somehow, you know, he comes across this guy in this fucking really disgusting flop house who, who apparently works in some capacity for these criminal organization um because he shows a picture of the organ harvester the uh, yoko in in in, in her brother. And hentai <laughs> right hentai let's just keep calling him hentai yeah hentai. yeah um, <laughs> um to a man and a man says those are my kids 
and he's like, what are you, you know, and immediately he's like, Numata doesn't looks at him like, what are you talking about? And it kind of like just says, blows him yeah. off. But like, we find this, we do discover like, no, those are literally his kids. Yeah. Um, uh, and his father used to be someone in terms of, I don't know, someone in, in uh, that, that held, that held weight in the underworld because when he does interact with some of these other guys, they kind of like show that like, Oh, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like there is a level of like, Oh, he used to be, somebody but also we get us we get a backstory with him about him and his wife and how 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 his daughter lost her eye and then how his wife uh was pretty much uh abuse, yeah, abuse, yeah abusing their children i mean there's a yeah. moment where she's like uh she she tries to like cut off uh hentai's dick um yeah unsuccessfully but she does hurt him and then the husband comes home and while she's trying to do that the sister tries to save him and in the process, and she hits her in the her eye, eye, loses her yeah. eye. She's like, hits her with a golf club. And she's like, the husband comes home from work or whatever he fucking does, sees what's happening, you know, calls a doctor to the house because he wants to take him to the hospital. Um, but again, the wife is belligerent, you know. Um, and when the doctor comes and saves the boy, he, I think he even says, uh, you, he almost lost his dick. Or something to that effect. Again, this movie subtitled is in Japanese. That's what that's what my subtitle said. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but then the mom is, you know, she's 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 livid. She's like, I could do whatever I want to my kids, which again, very dark, very fucked up. Yeah, so killing that doctor guy again. All of this is revealed in a flashback at a certain point. Um, um, also, like, we're getting sort of it's some of the backstory to sort of Yoko again, who is played by uh K, uh, K as we've already established k fujiwara but her brother um who's this fucking teacher is like killing random you know he kills two girls apparently but he has a girl in the back and like she's laying dead he's like stabbed her and that's when he has this weird hallucinatory scene which he also reveals that he has this weird wound on his side which yeah. is like keeps getting more and getting more worse. disgusting yeah he needs you know and that's when he's like he has this hallucination. I think it's after he takes this drug again, this drug that is, I'm assuming, I don't know if he's made it or not, but it is, it is at one point they discover the drug and they're like, what is this drug? I don't know. They don't know what it is, uh, but he's on this drug. He's, he's dependent on this drug, but that's when he has this hallucination scene when he's killed one of these students who's come to talk to him about her grades. Right. She, she had like a, a, a she failed her biology test or something. Um, he ends up like taking her in the back room, killing her. Um, we also see like that there is a, a guy spying on them, like a peeping Tom who looks to be like, maybe like a, a, some sort of like janitorial worker at the school. Yeah. But we also end up revealing that actually he's an assistant that to Yoko in a way who works with the, with them. Um, cause he has like the weird, like identifying, uh, like, I don't know if you want to call it a birthmark or some kind of scar on his face. Like it's a weird looking discoloration, like on the side of his face. Um, again, like very Mike in a, in a weird way. Like this is like, you know what I mean? Like when you watch Mike movies and there's like 35 characters and they're all weird. Yeah. Like event again, like <laughs> this movie has, if you're into like Mike movies too, I feel like this is Oregon is definitely um, right up, right up. would be right up your alley. Uh, oh yeah. But yeah, like again, like it's all about these these characters converging, right? Like these characters, we meet them in the beginning uh, at this very fucking 
again, like it opens with a fucking organ harvesting. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was already in. I'm like, hell yeah. But then like after that moment, after that sort of moment that sets everything into motion, the whole movie is about like these different people and how they're all converging like together for like we're watching a slow motion sort of like a it, car collision. Yeah. You know? It's one fucked up family reunion is what it is. Yeah, exactly. And it's also like <laughs> by the end of the movie, I was like, I thought to myself, like, this movie is about like, you know, um, what happens when, a, you know, uh, when you're a bad parent, <laughs> you know, I was like, trying to make up for <laughs> the sins. To say of, the least. Right. Time to make because, you know, because the father's like, you know, like the sins of the father are visited he's, upon he's the children. Like, right. Yeah. Right. And then like sort of like him trying to sort of like reconnect with his children and sort of make amends, but it's too fucking late. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the characters uh, routinely call uh, who we keep calling hentai, uh, hentai, a, a monster. Uh, yeah. But like his father kind of is responsible for making his, them monsters. You know what I mean? Like not, well, their mother more, even more so, Ooh. you know what I mean? Um, the parents, you know, it'd be, but he, he has this weird sense of responsibility at a certain point after his interaction with Numata, you know, because, because he's just in a fucking flop house with all these other guys. Yeah. Completely like Dr drinking sake. Drinking, and... Right. And the one guy's complaining that he didn't clean the toilet well. And like, again, a weird, because Japanese people have, I don't know. I don't know. Japanese oh, the, people, the toilet the, in the floor, the, the fucking squat toilet. Yeah. Like, imagine shitting in that thing, dude. Oh, oh man. man. That's yeah. I, I couldn't do it. My knees are. And also that, that that place is so disgusting. Uh, like when yeah. when, when Numata opens the door to get the one guy, uh, and and uh, all those guys are in there snoring. And again, <laughs> like you could just smell. I could smell that room, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. Fucking disgusting. It's, like you know. What I mean? <laughs> if you've ever been to the fucking CD bus stop, that's exactly how that smells. You know. Yeah. Yeah. This this <laughs> this movie is is fucking. We can't, I can't stress to you how fucking gross this movie is. Uh, in in the best way possible, possible. too. Right, right, yeah. right. It, it's definitely, like, it's definitely gross, but not in a way that's, like, it's not gross out, like, because there is a, there is a subgenre of, like, gross out movie, right? And I feel like this actually isn't, isn't, um, it manages to not be that, but it, but it's still, it's it's renting in the same district. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's it, it's it's such a it's so its own thing. It's like no, this is a different kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, this is fucked yeah. up in its own way. Um, like even like there's a moment between uh, Yoko and Hentai. <laughs> yeah, where where she's 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 he's like rubbing stomping, on her stomp, yeah, stomping right. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like Griffin has a wielding a knife too it's like yeah it's very incestuous and then like oh yeah he lays back and here's the thing that i really appreciate i don't know if you caught this when she like steps on her brother's chest with the boot and you look at her boot and you see how like fucking like worn out her boot is like the boot has like all these fucking scuff marks and like scratches and <laughs> shit on the boot you know what i mean it's like such a like like I don't know, like even like something about that was just like, yeah, like that's these these boots would be the, but that's how her boots would look, like yeah. that's how like oh, yeah. these characters it feels lived, like everything it yeah. feels lived, and like we watch movies like this a lot of times, and it's like every it's, it can't help but feel like uh, props or like um, you know like uh, yeah. oh this is just something the character's wearing, like no this feels like 
again, shout out to to Fujiwara because I mean she's like I'm gonna wear these fucked up boots with these boots. Uh, she yeah. probably literally wore those boots all the time. Like there's, oh, like, yeah. there's just no way like that she, those boots have uh wabusabi. Yeah. What's that it, you say? Wabusabi. wabusabi yeah. yeah, wabusabi. Yeah. Like that's that's the aesthetic of this movie. The, like the, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they literally. I think in the movie article, she was just like, "Yeah, it's whatever we could find that day. That's what we made all the props and the costumes and everything. Whatever, literally, we would go to a location and then like pick up whatever was lying around that we could use." So, you know, it's it's punk rock filmmaking at its finest. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I I know you saw Id. Um, I have Id. Uh, yeah, I need to not as it. good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the consensus that I've been seeing. Yeah, been checking people. Are, yeah, people are like, you know, it's not as it's not. I prefer a lot of people who've seen it. They say they prefer, you know, this obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. It it, fe- it feels like it's a film like made out of its time. It feels like that uh North Korean film that'll pop up on Twitter every once in a while, where it looks like it was shot in the mid seventies, but it came out in two thousand six. Mm. Well, it is like if you told me it was made in 1984 i'd believe you but it was made in 2005 yeah i i mean i've heard that this also um like a sort of like a quasi sequel you know what i mean where it like yeah. has, it has yeah. like some of the same locations from 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 Oregon and it also has it's, some it, of the same it, some actors some of the footage yeah. some of the footage is intercut too apparently um which again i guess uh you know uh I don't know like it came out in 2005 which yeah. is way after the fact but yeah <laughs> but um yeah I again like I wish I just I just left this wishing like I was like I wish there was just more movies that she had she had, yeah yeah she made you know what I mean because she's such a interesting voice uh yeah that like there's not again like I can't stress this enough like like this is one of those movies when you're like oh like you're you know you're in the hands of an auteur like you know what i mean i know that's like yeah. fucking kind of yeah. cliche to say you know corny even to say but like it's true like like this is auteur filmmaking this is like uh her fingerprints are like and they're very fucking unique interesting fingerprints like yeah where, where it's yeah like, like if you told me a woman i wouldn't even think a woman directed this movie you know what i mean um for sure yeah i mean the because again let's it, it's not to say like oh a man directed this movie but like this isn't what you expect, right? Like this this movie, you'd be like, this is made by a degenerate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then you see her and you're like, wait a minute, what? Oh, oh, it's the chick with the eye patch that made yeah. this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. If you if for those who didn't know, like that, I'm pretty sure it would be a shock or surprise to be like, yeah, the woman, that's who directed the movie, is is this is this woman in this movie. Yeah. Um and yeah, Smoking it's just hot again, cage Fuji you are, you know. Yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's definitely she I mean, she's the thing about it is like, you know, she's still alive. I mean, I mean, I think she's in her 60s now, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, she's like 66. Um yeah, living in living you know, in you know, in the middle of nowhere in Japan, apparently, up in the I, mountains. And I know that she formed, you know, uh the theater company Organ uh, Vital. Or I don't know if you want to call it organ vital. I don't know how they pronounce it, but yeah. Uh, but that's when the movie opens. It's organ vital, much like Sukamoto did with his uh, kaiju theater company. Again, like, um, I mean, they they started together, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. she's very much the sort of uh, 
I think Oregon Vital even predates it by a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is yeah. like, I wouldn't even go as far as to say she's the, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say she's the female Sukumoto. I would say Sukumoto's the male Fujiwara. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? He's just like, smart enough to rip more people off. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he, like she, she's like, you know what I mean? I feel like that's giving, that's like paying her a disservice like, yeah. to say like she's the female him. Like, like, no, like he's yeah, the it, male it's... her. Uh, to to <laughs> to bring it into the music world, it's Diamanda Galas, Mike Patton. Ooh. Even though they apparently hate each other, but like mm. a lot of people would call, you know, Diamanda Galas, you know, who's this avant-garde sort of crazy vocalist, mm. the female Mike Patton. And no, Mike Patton exists because of Diamanda Galas. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm currently like again, like I love stuff like this too because like I'm currently like uh in the process of finishing a script that they're waiting on like that i'm way over deadline for um yeah but again like fuck it it's a writer strike you know um <laughs> i mean yeah. i just i don't say that to say fuck it but i mean like what i mean by that is like even if i finished it today um and i gave it to them and they gave me feedback we still like we there's nothing you can do with the material yeah, you can't put it in production you're right there's nothing they could because this is this is I'm, again i'm adapting something it's, so it's me working with other writers but but even if i gave it to them right and then like my management was they couldn't do anything with it like you know they couldn't they couldn't take the script out and do anything with it but um i say that to say as i was writing as i'm writing this thing and i'm like when i'm watching movies like this it's constantly reminding me like oh yeah like you don't have to be so fucking linear, like yeah. so fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I know this, but it's like, this is constantly why I'm, you know, probably why I'm watching shit all the time is, it's just because it, it helps to remind yourself when you're in the sort of uh, the, 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 the throes of cre creating <laughs> some shit where it's like, Oh yeah. remember, like, you don't have to, this isn't a fucking, uh, this isn't you're not creating a fucking constructions to build ikea furniture you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. like you know what i mean even though a movie has a blueprint even though but like this is a movie but it's like you can tell like no no like this feels like and i've already said this already but this feels like art and art feels more motivated by sort of uh emotion in like um tone and effect like right like what's the effect that you're trying to sort of uh provoke from the viewer from from yourself whatever like movies like organ feel like they're created or crafted from that level yeah you know what for i mean sure. like for sure like, like in the process of making it like that's on the forefront of the of the artist's mind where they're like oh yeah like okay yeah we could do beginning middle end we all understand that but that's not even important put that in the background like you know what i mean like because yeah. what's ultimately more important is sort of like how you get across uh the sort of human emotional uh content emotional content <laughs> and um, and i think that's the key here there's a humanity to this film even though there's so much disgusting stuff in it there's you can see the the handprints. You can see the imperfection. You can see, you know, for for lack of a better word, that you know a human being made it. Yeah. You know, and and I know you're not the biggest fan of this movie, but 
I would say that's like the difference between say something like a, a Titan, you know, watch yeah. I really love as a mm. film, but you know, mm. Titan at times it's a little too glossy. It's a little too much of a music video. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I really loved, uh, doc, what is it? Uh, raw. Doc, yeah. Raw. But what's what doc? How do you say her last name? Do Corno. Do Corno. I always fuck her name up. Um, uh, everyone who's American yeah, does do, do, do Corno. <laughs> I really liked raw a lot. I thought raw was great. Uh, and I was hyped for, for Titan. And I, I'm, I will say this, like I, I came away from Titan feeling like I enjoyed excuse me i enjoyed several several uh parts of that movie um like i love the the, the killing scene where she's like killing everyone in the house oh, god it's so amazing <laughs> uh, i mean i was like yeah that's pretty impressive um yeah. i liked uh i like the whole like her like her relationship with the guy who takes her in who thinks she's her sister her son, like her this long yeah, lost son. son. Um, there's a lot of. <laughs> who I, I'm convinced he killed that kid. That's why right, that kid's right, right missing. There, there's a lot of interesting things going on <laughs> yeah. in, in Titan. Um, I just maybe I just I felt like the hype was probably I'm I'm really colored by the hype of it. Where I can, yeah. where I, by the end of it, yeah. I was like, huh. I'm yeah. like, I I respect it though. <laughs> like weirdly enough, my criticisms for Titan, all I have a lot or Titan or however they want to pronounce the movie because it's made by a was was she French Canadian right no she's French she's, or she's straight uh, up French yeah she's, really she's French. Okay, yeah yeah um I don't know why I thought French Canadian um well she speaks amazingly well English for French maybe that's person what it is. yeah maybe did the guy did, did Pascal uh the guy who made Martyrs is he French or French Canadian I think he's French too you know what I'm saying? Because I keep thinking like, there's no way that these people are French Canadian. There's just no way. <laughs> I've never. But shout out to uh, DC from uh, fucking Eight Plates. Uh, he's, I guess, I guess he's from Montreal. So I don't know if he identifies as French Canadian, but that is yeah. French Canada. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't think French Canadian filmmakers are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but I'm just saying, like they seem. It seems so. Those movies. I love. I love Martyrs. I love Raw. I just felt like those movies felt so French. But I also got the sense that there was like a little bit of a otherness to them too. Like where it felt. Yeah. Like, if you told me this was like made somewhere outside of France, like yeah, Canada, I would have believed you. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, I, I mean, Titan, Titan is like one of those movies where I do feel like, I don't know, man, maybe I'll revisit it and have different feelings about it. You know what I mean? Like, or read the fantastic review I did on my site. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, I feel like that's a movie that will probably, I'll definitely probably revisit in, in, uh, in, 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 some, yeah. in some point and in, in just because, because I did remember liking certain parts of it and then having issues with other parts. For, for sure, for sure. But yeah. Um, yeah, not to turn this into a Teton debate here. I mean, <laughs> I feel like somehow weirdly this movie, I mean, Teton and Oregon are kind of weirdly, it's appropriate. I feel like yeah, yeah. about a movie like Teton in, in the context yeah. of talking about it. Even, like even, even your first episode, I, it gives me a little bit of Crimes of the Future vibe. Like yeah. if you told me, yeah. like, this is a world right in between that movie. Like, yeah, yeah. The Cronenberg shit is definitely, even, even the, uh, the character says, you know, at the very end, it's very callous where he like jokes once, once the uh, Tosaka gets discovered because, 
you know, spoiler alert. You can't spoil this movie. It's fucking, <laughs> you can't. It's not, it's no, not possible. No, believe uh, the me. Father, <laughs> the father of Yoko and Hentai. I know his name's not Hentai, but we were calling him that. Anyway. Yeah, um, Hentai. <laughs> the fa- their father, like, basically breaks into, you know, where his he's holding Tosaka at the school, takes him, and then gives the body back to the police, more or less. Um, well, he's still alive, so he gives him gives the fucking living torso uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, to the to the authorities. Um, but so like when Numata finally reunites with him, it's the scene that we saw in the very beginning of the movie, which is him talk, you know, him on the bed. Uh, but the one of the cops is being a real dickhead, is laughing like you know, like about the whole thing, and he's like, he's yes, he's on some kind of experimental drug that made him look like 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 he says he looks like uh. Something it's like the, the dude from, from the, the fly. Cro- from the fly, right? From yeah. the Cronenberg. It's literally a reference to <laughs> Cronenberg's movie in this movie. So yeah. to say that, like, yeah. like that uh, Fujiwara wasn't riffing a little bit. Yeah, I mean, she uh, clearly yeah, was. She, yeah. You know. Um. So so it's direct. It's a direct reference. Um. There's just so many movies. Okay, let me let's just do let's do it like this, Luke. What is your? What are your t- uh, Let's do. What are your top? Two or three moments in this movie (laughs) well i feel like like, you have to do more than one (laughs) yeah so many yeah you know what i mean god for sure uh for sure the moth birth scene that's pretty good uh i think uh the the ending there where the fucking Mm. the brothers reunite and it's not a happy reunion (laughs) <laughs> no. uh, I mean the brothers literally like fuck you I wish this was you <laughs> oh remember well it's not the brother that's Numata oh so, yeah yeah so it's Numata yeah so it's Numata who's like he tells him literally like I wish it was you and again that's a yeah. weird like bittersweet kind of like damn yeah like, he yeah. was fucking trying to get this dude the whole movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like I it's wish like... it was you not me yeah. motherfucker like in this yeah bit. you know um he blames him and, and uh yeah. And uh, to kind of veer away from like the body horror stuff, that scene where I believe they beat up Numata at that bar and mm-hmm. stuff, and mm-hmm. then he comes back and like kicks all their ass. Yeah, the action. No, no, it's not, it's not Numata. It's it's, oh, it's, the, brother. it's the brother. It's his, see, his see this brother. this yeah, this yeah. is this fucking movie. This <laughs> yeah, though, yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely say for me, uh, definitely the 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 weird sort of cocoon moment with, with yeah. that's definitely a memorable yeah. moment um fuck that's there's so many fucking moments the, trying, uh, the action in this movie too for right. it being such a low budget movie is like like if you you told me like some of these scenes were like ripped off from like a category three hong kong film like I believe you, you know. Yeah. Or the moment with Yoko uh in the tunnel. That's definitely my where 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 she's chasing the guy down um and she's gonna kill him. But then the fucking dudes come and then he like stabs the one dude with the sword. Uh and and fucking God. then after it's it's literally preceding the scene where you were talking about, the very end of the scene, like that whole scene where you were saying he then uh yo, was it Yosaka's brother is like all the dudes beat the shit out of him, but then he like kills them all. <laughs> then he hits the dude with the car in the outside the tunnel. Like, like, yeah, that's fucking, I mean, I guess that's sort of the same scene somewhat. Yeah. But yeah. Like that whole, that whole sequence was very fucking uh, just, it was just executed well too. Just um, weirdly enough. I mean, 
the moment where uh fucking hentai is uh fucking um the woman um oh, the yeah. woman he works the, with the, that yeah, is so it, fucked up it's, dude it's 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 like it's like a scene out of dead ringers uh you know it's like, so like, sick right it's like she's and she he's like killing this girl and she's into it right like, right it's like he's fucking her but he's like killing her it's weird it's the weirdest scene like yeah it's so fucked up you're like yo like it has yeah. to be it's weird to say it has to be seen <laughs> yeah it, it i does. mean but, but but for you to understand why this scene is memorable it's just one of those moments where you're like this scene is because again, like it's weird because like she at we don't I don't understand why she's turned on by this guy, but there's a moment where she puts him, she takes him, she she's actually hides him when they come looking for him, right? She says he's not here because they come looking for him at the school. I think it's Numata and the cop, the dirty cop guy, and then they leave. But Numata's on to her though because he he she stays behind to like peep on what's going on. But she takes him back to this. She goes back to this room. And she starts to undress him, and that's when she sees like the disgusting, sort of yeah. deform, deformed pus, disgusting ooze, and, ooze that's coming out yeah. of his body. And then, and, like, and, and, and she's like, she's like, at first she's disgusted, but then she becomes like weirdly like turned on by it. And it's so fucking yeah. weird because it's just, it's just gross. It's like fucking oozing pus. Yeah. And just yeah, it's it it's it's fucking again. I feel like I said this, but this is a gross movie. Um, <laughs> fucking disgusting. Um, yeah. It leaves you feeling like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> yeah, this is like the seedy side of uh, Japan. Like, uh, it feels like you they lifted up a rock and you just saw, like, <laughs> like yeah. this, this is what's going on under a rock in Tokyo. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. just, these people are, like, fucking... And and then the way that like the movie culminates, where it's just so many motherfuckers die. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Ironically, the only one who gets a happy ending is Hentai. He has a little little Hentai family at the end of the movie. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> in a weird way, you know? Yeah, uh, because because that's a, that's a, that's an interesting moment too, where it's like you think it's over and the credits go. And then it comes back and you see him now and he has a wife and a baby and another an older toddler aged kid. And he's like eating happily eating lunch. Yeah, his little bento like, and you're box. Just like, yeah. in, my, in my mind, I'm like, okay, how the fuck did we get here? Like, I don't even understand how yeah. this... and, and 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 then like it kind of does this very like subtle pan to the door, and you see like a little green light behind the door. So and you just kind of know, oh, he's still doing the weird shit, like yeah. Um, but now he, but he's back to like living in sort of a normal society uh, as a family man and shit. Like, despite the fact that like the last time we saw him, he was covered in disgusting. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. He looked perfectly healthy. Um, yeah, which again makes me think a lot of questions. Gives me a lot of questions. Like, okay, so what? How? And then so. Is everything that we saw previous to this real? Like, what, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what what the fuck? You know what I mean? It gives it, it leaves yeah. you with a lot of a lot of questions. Um, and that's that's yeah. what a master filmmaker does. And, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know. yeah, shout shout out to uh, 
Shout out to K Fujiwara. You yeah, some her. somebody give her some cash and let her make whatever the fuck she wants. I mean, she's sixty six <laughs> now. She's like, I think old enough to be my mom. But shout out to her. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh she's probably chilling in Japan. Yeah. Doing, Run, doing, yeah. Doing her theater group and uh, running a cat sanctuary too. Apparently, that's that would be very on brand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy cat lady. Crazy like, cat, cat lady. lady. Yeah. Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow that's crazy oh um, yeah i need to literally look have you seen um the adventure of uh denchu kozo i fucking it's great she's in that too um, no i haven't uh well it's a, it's a short movie uh that uh Tsukamoto made it's fucking great it's fucking insane um it's definitely again definitely i can tell that she had a hand in this they were still working together at this point yeah uh, because there's aspects that of, of that that feel like Tetsuo and feel like this a little bit. A lot more fun and lighthearted because it's like basically uh, about a guy, a kid who has a fucking power pole growing out his back. Um, who could course. travel through time. It's fucking insane. It's great, <laughs> though. It's fucking great. It's definitely MAS material for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she, she's in that again. Um, she, yeah, she's just I mean, this she's 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 goaded. She's goaded. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's goaded, whether whether she's aware of it or not. Uh, she's yeah. goaded. Even all, two films under her belt, but she's contributed to a lot more things. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for mean, sure. Her, her I mean, think, think of all the works we haven't seen because they've just been plays or, you know, some mm. other kind of performance art that nobody recorded. So, you know, yeah, possibly yeah. it's even greater, you know. I found, I found I, this is on the Wikipedia uh, uh, for for uh, Fujiwara, and you know wikis are kind of sus. You can't really yeah, say. yeah. But there's a quote that they say that they attribute to her, which is, she says, "I think humans, in order to live, can't cut those away from existence. If you deny desire, you're not human. The existence of such things causes our misery too. Thus, desire and slaughter are in, inescapable. My fear and sorrow regarding this, and my questioning, what are they anyway? That's what I wanted to portray." See, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's yeah, a, it's it that that's present in in in, in everything. Oh yeah, for does. sure. It's and what's, and what's very kind of, I feel like relevant in in that sort of quote is her acknowledging like the thing that I feel like people don't acknowledge today, which is you know. um if you did not, if you did, if you deny desire, you're not human. Right. Yeah, for sure. But we live in an era in a time where it's all about denying those things. Yeah, right. It's... Because, because if you have desires at all, then you're bad. You know what I'm saying? Then you're, you're deemed, you're labeled a, a hentai, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hentai. You're, or you're a predator or you're sick or you're, yeah. you know, yeah. like we live in that time where it's like, well, um, coming to terms with the fact that humans are fallible and that humans have good aspects to them and bad aspects to them. And that like the whole totality of human, ex of a humans, uh, our human existence, let me say, yeah. is, 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 is that like we're complex creatures with the capacity to do great good and also the capacity to do great evil. Um, 
sometimes at the same exact time. Right. And not necessarily, and for the majority of us, most of us don't necessarily do great evil or great good on our short times uh, on this planet, but there are moments where we're lesser versions of ourselves than we would like to be. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And I feel like most art doesn't want to look, most art today want, doesn't want to acknowledge that or accept that as a reality. Uh, it wants to actually look away from that. Um, and it wants to portray people who do sort of exhibit any kind of flaws as kind of, you know, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. When in, when in reality, like, Everybody is kind of a piece of shit sometimes. Yeah, you know what uh, I mean. Like you know, um, and I feel like it, what it, what it ultimately boils down to is sort of like, how, if you're a piece of shit for the major, it, it, it's a ratio, right? It's like what's the ratio of you being a piece of shit to being in, decent? It, it, yeah, right. It, 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 in relative, like comparison to when you're actually, like you said, a decent person or a good person. Yeah. You know, it, all it's. Right. If, if, it's, the, if it's if it's if it's weighted way higher <laughs> one way, like okay, if you're a piece of shit the majority of the times, okay, then I guess that's what you are, right? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. But you know, I feel like uh, now it's like, nope, you're a piece of shit once. That means you're it's indicative of who you are in totality, and it's just like no, and, and no one measures up to that standard. Um, yeah. So I guess we're it, all it, pieces of shit under that. <laughs> under, <laughs> uh, under, with, by judging by that barometer. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, well, um, I think that's why, like, you know, when you look at this past Oscar cycle, and I hate mm -hmm. the Oscars, but yeah, same here. You, you you look at sort of the tepid reactions that you know films like Tar and uh, Blonde, ba Blonde mm -hmm. Banshees in a Sheeran. Or however you pronounce the Sharon, yeah. I don't even. Sharon. I don't know why that would have any, 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 <laughs> any sort of like, like McDonough gets. First of all, McDonough gets away with a lot of shit. I like McDonough as a, as a playwright more, even even more than I like him as as a filmmaker. But uh, it's just weird that people would have any issues with with that movie. Uh, yeah, and it's it's just like I, I see, you know, sort of the tepid responses and stuff to that and it's it, it just it makes me sad that there's not more films for adults let me put it that way where yeah. it's like yeah. you know it, it's asking you the barrier of entry is not that hard to pass through mm. but it's asking you just to think that little bit more than you usually do and it you know, in today's world, we just want McDonald's. We want the stuff that's easily consumable and, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's weird because um, it's just like the prude, the new like prudes who are like, so they get, they freak out. Again, they're, it's just weird. There's just very, I feel like it, there's, a, it, there's it, attitudes that are omnipresent now, like, right. Yeah. In, in, in sort of like discourse and in the culture where it's like, they have ish, they have, they take issue with sex a lot, like like any depictions of sex, you know, um, there's immediate like sort of like outcry and outrage. Why? You know, there's a there's a lot of people who are vocal like sex scenes are aren't necessary in film, like nothing is necessary in film. What are you talking about? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But like, what's what's your point? Like, but but they, they, they accept like violence, like, you know, violence is OK. Like you can have movies where motherfuckers get shot 
killed all day, but God forbid there's a consensual sex scene between a specifically <laughs> a man and a woman, right? Yeah. Like if a man, if there's a heterosexual sex scene in a movie now, they're like, that's patriarchy. It's like, what are you grow up? Like what? Like, it's just weird. Like people are just, there's like a new evangelical attitude. Yeah. It's a new, it, it's a new, it's a new, uh, prude like oh it's a it's, it's puritanical it's it's yeah it's, a bunch it, of, it's a puritanism that a puritan a puritanical streak that is running through i don't know it's I, it's proof that the earth is round because these people have run so far <laughs> and away from their parents that they've become them now yeah 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 <laughs> where it's weird it's like meanwhile these people all of them watch porn i know they do yeah um, Everyone watches porn. So it's this weird thing where you can have like explicit graphic unsimulated sex on your phone <laughs> that you engage in like watching for whatever reason, whether it's for self-pleasure, whatever. Right. But um, but you have a problem with fake fake sex depicted in movies, you know, yeah. like movies that fake sex is not even actually real. It's just very weird. It's just very it's a very weird attitude. And it's like, you know, I see it and I'm just like. Get off, get off my timeline. Fucking like, you know what I mean? Like, get away. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for sex to ever be in movies. And again, this idea, like, again, I've, I always I hate having to state the obvious, but like the only reason we're having this conversation right now is because our parents decided to have sex one day. Uh huh. Uh -huh. I mean, like, that's pretty much the majority of us, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a small percentage of people who who gave, who have been, you know, immaculate conception was the way yeah. that they came they yeah. were born <laughs> some test tube babies uh, too some test tube babies shout out you know, to the test shout tube out, babies shout out to all the, the the sort of the babies who were artificially inseminated but like <laughs> the majority of us have come 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 into this world uh because two two people have had sex um and it's just very fucking weird that it's such a natural a a a part of life uh for people to be so fucking weirded out by it and like um it's fucking natural. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's only weird and sick when you make it that way. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I think the whole romance, not, I mean, that's the irony is romance novels are racy. Romance novels are still like far and away the most popular literary genre. And I mean, like, look at the popularity of shipping, right. And fan. Yeah. Fiction. And putting oh, yeah. putting putting people to complete, make yeah. relationships with these characters and putting them together, you know, it's all about like the the whole society. Like, I mean, look at look at the rise of things like OnlyFans. Like, look at yeah. the like all like sex is still the VR like, porn, VR <laughs> porn, right? <laughs> sex is still fucking everywhere. It's still it's not going anywhere. These people are fighting a losing battle. You yeah. know, I feel like I feel like it's one of those weird things where like I don't know what they're I don't I don't know. Like I feel like there's just these attitudes about sex now. They're just so warped yeah and so like ironically unhealthy and i think yeah. that they feel like they're being like no that's unhealthy if you need to have a healthy relationship with sex and a healthy understanding of it you know what i mean like and these people what the, at least how they the, the the they talk about it online which again isn't necessarily an accurate gauge of you know the rest of society um we always have to remind ourselves that uh, a lot of times because oh, it's it's such a small chunk right it's such a small sample size of what actually you know what what's actually going on um in the world um yeah. even though you know i mean i'm 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 of, I'm, of, I'm of different minds about it at different times but 
Um, I do have this, I, I do have this feeling that like the internet is a separate world. You know what I mean? That, that is reflective of the actual world, but it is a separate world at the same time. Um, and that ironically, that world wouldn't exist without the actual real world, you know, as you yeah, yeah. real and scare quotes, you know, um, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like, I just feel like some of these attitudes that I see are, 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 are about art and sex and just anything. Like, it's just very, it just strikes me as very childish and very like, you know, um, people who have sheltered lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that they've like, created. Right, right, right. People are you living know? these very hermetic kind of antisocial lives like and like they're promoting antisocial behavior like you know and they're like they're espousing these weird antisocial behavior as if it's normal and like that shit isn't normal like you know what i mean like i mean we could we can get down we can go down the rabbit hole of you know what what is normal but the truth of the matter is we all kind of understand like if we're being honest like there is a normal way of interacting with people right which is actual interaction and then there is a, a way that is not which is again antisocial. yeah like i it's... have my everyone has their antisocial tendencies but i mean like there's moments where i don't want to fucking socialize with people but that's different like there's there's a difference between like that kind of like i just don't feel like talking to people right now um or keeping to yourself and then there's like weird antisocial behavior where it's like yeah they don't they're not even thinking within the context of being in a world with other human beings and in fact they want to sort of control the rest of the they, they have this weird notion that they can uh almost be a pseudo authoritarian to the rest of the people on the planet like you know what i mean where it's like yeah i have this very narrow view of how society and how world is and what's right and wrong is and if people don't fall within the bounds of that then yeah, I have the right to get on my soapbox yeah. about it, and then I'm just like, okay, yeah, you can say your opinion, but also you have to understand everyone else has an opinion too. And yeah, and, and what's weird is fun. is a lot of these people are anti-nationalist, and I understand that you know aspect, but it a lot of what they're talking about is from a very Western and in particular a very Americanized and elitist Americanized mm. point of view, mm. you know. No, I agree with you on I, I I I in the respect that like it is a very westernized kind of uh attitude when it comes to the way they view tradition. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, our traditions, like, you know what I mean? Like uh uh I mean, well, let me let me just say it. we're speaking in very general, vague kind of ways about this shit, but but I mean, I've I've noticed that's a thread um, that is over. There's some overlap there. There's definitely a resurgence of like people being more um, trying to harken back to the fifties and like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, are, yeah. That, uh, but, that's, but, almost, that's almost like, you know, that's a weird, those are like two, there are two kind of groups. There's, there's like two incels, weird, 
there's yeah. like incel kind of people, and then there's these <laughs> other group of people who are like, <laughs> you know, tr- the, the people who are like the, trad cast. The, the trad cons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all those weird kind of like, yeah. let's go back to more traditional, t- like, you know, let's go yeah, back to like, it's the terms they didn't live in. Right, right. They have actual no context for it. Yeah. Right, right. They're yeah. like, let's go back to this era that I never lived in that's supposed to be better. And it's like, yeah. you're like, what? what like what are you talking yeah, about? i mean like, it's they, you know so it's weird it's it's definitely weird and but but both sides are very are kind of like ironically pushing a very kind of puritanical um ideology if you even i mean i feel like ideology is giving it too much credit it's not an ideology it's not even coherent enough to be one but no because it it changes yeah constantly yeah yeah there's no all it is is people sort of like lashing out and i feel like it's <laughs> It's people's kind of sort of. I think it's just general frustration. Yeah, you know, and I get it. Yeah, you know? but they were what they really need to do is chill out, uh, watch Oregon. You know, <laughs> exactly. Maybe have a beer while they watch Oregon. Maybe have a beer. You know? I have a smoke. Smoke weed is it's legal almost damn near in so many yeah. places now. Yeah. Like just although fucking... you you may need a regular old. I feel carcinogen filled cigarette. Go to this go to a gas station and get a fucking uh, Delta Delta Eight or some shit. Those yeah, like get, get a get a game grape or whatever. <laughs> yeah, go, you go, those things are legal. You go get those. You know, yeah. chill the fuck out. Like, I mean, that that might give some people that might make people more anxious. So I don't know, but yeah, yeah, just chill out. Um, you know, um, or don't. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because yeah, you're just art are, like this didn't ask for permission it right it exists <laughs> it, exactly and this idea that you're going to be able to sort of suppress this shit is is just not happening like you know what i mean like it's going to find out people are going to find a way um yeah you can't repress kind of i mean you know the guinea pig movies have been banned for how long and you can find them all over the internet yes, yes you know you can. um and definitely, uh, you should definitely watch the guinea pig movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't. Uh, I mean, if you, unless you're into that kind of thing, I feel yeah. like if you're listening to this podcast, you might be. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah um, but I'm not going to recommend the guinea pig movies. Um, that's just, just a, that's a fucked up thing to recommend to anybody. Yeah. Um, but I do recommend Oregon, uh, which treads it treads in that territory. Um, yeah, it's running in the same district as I said, but yeah, it's um, you know. But yeah, I'm glad that you 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 reached out and said you wanted this is one of the movies you wanted to talk about. So yeah, thank thanks for that, Luke. Um, and it was great. It was great uh, to to have you on as as it was last time. It was good to to chop it up with you. Um, for sure, man. I guess uh, I will do what I always do, which is tell the tell the listeners that um, this is the end of the podcast and. If you've listened to as many episodes, I don't know how many episodes this is, like what, 58? I don't know. Um, as you know, <laughs> I don't know how to ever end these motherfucking things. So uh, this is the end. It's over. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Listen to me. Listen to me next next week. Or don't. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, you got an organ going there. No wonder the sound has so much body. <laughs>
Bye.